Welcome to the Story Machine 9000, a podcast where we conceptualize movies based on the 48-hour concept. Our movies comprise of four things, a genre, a prop, a line of dialogue, and a location. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a blended wine. Some people say blended wines are better than non-blended wines, but I don't know wine, so I don't know any better. And some people just like to get drunk. Some people say this <laughs> podcast is better than blended wine, <laughs> but they I don't do. know any of them. Yeah. Uh, my name is Joshua Lytle. I am a filmmaker, podcaster, and storyteller. I am Chris Wegman. I'm a storyteller, podcaster, and filmmaker. I'm Dave Ailing, voiceover guide, dungeon master, and I have almost completed building my own sauna. Way to go. Very uh, very Swedish, mm-hmm. very Norwegian, Yeah. Uh, traditional uh, spruce. Mm. Nice. You should get a sauna for the machine. Uh, there is one actually. I never showed you oh, that. What? No. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's right over here. It's actually where I got the idea for it. Oh. oh. Uh, look around this corner here. Ah, uh, there it is. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So you actually, it's a it's a wood fired thing. So you have to actually uh, split some kindling, which I've actually already done. Uh, you take some uh, newspaper, which I've already pre crumbled up, and then you just simply add a match like this. Well, Dave, I think I'm going to story create from inside the sauna today. So, really? Yeah. Here, I'm gonna. I, I've already put on my towel. I don't know why you guys haven't put on your towels. <laughs> Actually, I have it on purpose. Towel whip. Towel whip. My sensitive yeah. parts. <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to open this door and sit down in the sauna. Ah, <sighs> oh, that's good. Yeah. It's good, it's good to get a good schwitz on in here. <laughs> uh, especially uh, heading towards our winter months now, yes. uh, with fall and everything. Good thing the machine's already started. I'm just gonna re- I'm just gonna relax here. We didn't. It is, that, isn't it? When, it when did that happen? It doesn't matter because we're just relaxing in the sauna. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm not even worried about it because all my troubles are just floating away, like the They're toxins from away. my body. All right. Our genre is revenge. Our prop is a compass. Our line is it's time to take out the trash. <laughs> Um, and our location is the Toledo Museum of Art. Nice. I really like this already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I have a story already, but I don't want to influence it too okay. much. <laughs> well, uh, revenge flicks, I guess, is where we would normally start. Someone needs to be done wrong enough to do bad. Yeah. <laughs> and for it to be acceptable. <laughs> right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> no, because, it, yeah, it's like... The the because the main character still has to be likable in some way. So right. you, you as the audience also want them to get revenge. You're rooting for whoever did them You're wrong rooting to for get justice their, in yeah, some way. Yeah. yeah. So, but they have to be seriously wronged in the beginning. Yeah. So what comes to mind is obviously taken. Oh, with yeah. Liam Neeson. Not the first time. No, obvious not thing. The, that I was thinking. Not the one you were I was thinking? just thinking of um, uh, uh, old boy. Oh, also a very good one. <laughs> um, Quentin Tarantino's entire career. That's what oh, I was thinking. Okay, yeah. yeah. And Kill Bill. Uh, Kill Bill, what Reservoir about, Dogs. Uh, yeah, uh, that's true. You know, um, Hateful ab- Eight, yeah. Django Unchained. Okay. Literally, oh, uh, uh, what is it? The uh, the Nazi one. Inglorious um, uh, Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. Wow. Literally everything that he has ever done has been a revenge film. That's true. That's true. Wow, yeah. 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 What about the song in the air tonight? 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> like that's this, a, yes, Phil Collins. <laughs> Phil Collins song in the air. Is that also a big part in his movies? Is no, no you're I'm just saying oh, it's, no. a, it's like when I think it of is like a revenge. revenge to, well, yeah. the, the mythical, the mythical lore, of lore of it. Yeah. Okay. It is not true. Uh-huh. Uh, listeners at home. <laughs> it is a uh, fiction of pop culture. Yeah. But it's a damn good story. I'm not familiar with this, but we oh, don't have please. to get into it right now. <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> and we won't. Okay. Fair enough. I um, like I like Dave's thing about someone has to be done wrong done enough wrong. That so they, that they like, can they have to do wrong yeah. to make things right. Yeah. Right. It's usually a character who has been wronged so much by either a person or set of persons mm-hmm. that the audience feels uh, a large amount of empathy, sorrow, and then anger, almost kind of going through the steps of grief with them to enable them to enact. Uh, large amounts of either violence or some sort of socio-political revenge on them in some sort of way, shape, or mm-hmm. form. Yeah. Okay. So let's uh, let's see here. What else have we got? We, we got a compass. Yeah. We know what that is. <laughs> Great it's for got the, uh, the normal directions. Directions. <laughs> <laughs> Telling yeah. you where True North it's is. It's time to yeah. take out the trash I love, especially when coupled with the TMA, which is the Toledo Museum of Art, mm-hmm. the greatest uh, art museum in the world. But what is it about the um, the line in the museum that I think like it, it lends itself that uh, I can just see it as like it's a janitor's like really cool line, you okay. know, like they've been they've been eating shit at at the Toledo Museum of Art or something like that, like for long enough that like they finally enact their revenge and somehow they get to say the line. It's time to take out the trash to somebody, you yeah. know, and it, it has meaning to the audience. I like I like this I like a janitor character. Janitor characters cool. I'm also thinking of movies that take place in museums. Do you usually, know any Do you know any janitor names that we can center the story around? Hank, Larry. That's a great <laughs> name. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Larry. I wish I knew, yeah, wait a wait, second. We know yeah. we know a janitor. We name do. Was. We do. Wow. I don't know where. This could be the story of Larry. From. Yeah. But what I was gonna say too is like stories that take place in museums, usually they're like heists. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That's kind of an interesting thing. Like night at the museum, it's usually just like a night watchman sort of position. But if mm-hmm. you're but I would feel like a janitor would be something similar. Oh yeah. You'd be there after hours or early mm-hmm. beginnings or something like well, after or before hours, mm-hmm. uh, taking care of tasks or something before the public is there, which is high time for extracurricular activities. Like right. what? How, well, um, are you talking about vandalism? Sorry. Potentially. Okay. Someone has to do our janitor if we're landing on that. And yeah. I, I'm I looking like, around the table and I'm seeing that we are. Uh, a janitor, uh, male, female, or otherwise, uh, has been done wrong uh, somehow. How would we, how would someone do a janitor wrong? It depends on how like passionate they are about their job. You know what I mean? Because okay. Josh made a good point, like graffiti, like, if you really, really care about your job as a janitor and like someone graffitis all over the wall, that that could be. That is could, it enough to act violence? Enact violence? Well, I don't know. I don't know if this is a PG movie or a PG thirteen movie. We didn't really state that yet. No. Now you know. I'm ultra violent, Chris. Dave is feeling ultra violent today. <laughs> While we're sitting in the sauna, I know that's why ultra-violent. my blood is boiling. That's why it's hot okay. as hot I don't as know. heck. I mean. I mean, like some 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 uh, some robbers, like during a heist, 
somebody kills his partner, his janitorial partner. What? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Ooh, interesting. Okay. Maybe maybe he has a love for. Maybe he actually has a passion for the art. Like he, you know, like like that. He's that janitor who used to be a somebody in the art world, and so when it was stole, like when the art was stolen, he has like more passion about it than mm. the most. <clears throat> I'm gonna leave those with you guys. Okay. Mm. Two different ideas. Let me back up a little. Sure bit. thing. Let's take. Okay, I like where you're going, mm. but I don't think a artist's revenge would be violence necessarily. Which I want sweet, sweet. Unless sweet we make violence. it very Tarantino esque. Well, I mean, maybe maybe this person is more of a Rambo character. Like his war is over. He's trying to, you know, escape. And he's like ex military and he's just finding solace in the beauty and serenity of art until someone brings a war to his museum and then, well, you know, he has to do what is natural to him. Or okay. her. I'm thinking of another ex military person yes. who found solace in the world of art. Anyone know who I'm talking about? Bob Ross? Yes. Oh, you're oh. absolutely right. Okay. You're absolutely right. So, so Also Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix, yeah, that's yeah. true. But I'm, I'm saying, like, what if we had this, like, <laughs> this, like, Bob Ross-esque janitor who oh, well, who is left he's yeah. left he's left his violent past behind and found the solace in like painting and taking okay. care of the museum <laughs> until until like this okay. wrong is done to him and, and oh, he has okay. to sort of okay pull out his his navy seal skills i had a uh, i had an old painting teacher in chicago a uh, very talented guy uh, i'm not going to name names but uh, he's a very very talented painter and so he is a very uh, passionate dude, uh, now works at the Field Museum doing like installations and like uh, basically any sort of uh, museum thing that you see, he'll sculpt the um, he'll sculpt the antelope or he his Instagram is f- filled with one day like elephant poop and elk poop and he got a shipment of poop that he needed to put mm-hmm. at the bottom of these things, you know, so. Um, the sort of the sort of detailed, passionate person, the soft-spoken person, is uh, is a character that I can really identify with. Okay, so we have a um, a quiet, unsuspecting janitor who works at the Toledo Museum of Art. It's skirting the line for me now between janitor and like, just like uh, caretaker, artist, really, because you brought yeah. up artist. Well, I mean, I I was just thinking like at a museum, say, say like you you want to be an artist you're just like an amateur artist mm-hmm. but the only but by being a janitor you get to be around all the art oh okay so we're so we're kind of like a what am i thinking of uh that boston movie with the he's like the he's the janitor he wants to be a math whiz uh, he's, oh, uh, oh goodwill hunting goodwill hunting it's kind of a goodwill hunting situation yeah i i guess that's that's kind of where my head was at only cuz dave you brought it up earlier there's some some significance with the his role and the line and stuff like that, where in any other circumstance, I could probably go either way. Like his profession doesn't necessarily define his character unless it, unless it does like, unless it comes, it it plays a really big role in the story. So I think we're, we're kind of at our first crossroads and that's essentially, do we want him to be a janitor and why, or do we want him to be an artist? Because an artist, like there's some pretty direct um, connections you can make um, however, I feel like being a janitor gives him some more, 
um, access tools to, in his to, arsenal. Yeah, to, yeah. Well, not only tools, but also access to the museum, which I think we may find difficult to give our artist character the same privileges. Um, yeah. Yes. This also makes me think of, uh, not that it's indirectly related. Guys, do you think Home Alone is a revenge film? I was thinking about that early on. Like, he has no background. <clears throat> He's just a sadistic kid. Um, He's, maybe, maybe Home Alone 2, from the perspective of the burglars, is a revenge right. story. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess Harry and Marv did him wrong in the sense that they, like, trespassed that one time mm-hmm. and then he nearly killed them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it could be a revenge story, but it's very, very like, okay. It's skirting the, the line. The, 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 yeah. the scales right. are really tilted, yeah. <laughs> um, which is why we think he's a sadistic little kid yeah. today. Yeah. So I, I wanted to throw one thing out there and I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it'll fit or not. So that's okay if we drop it, but there was a line. I just watched rocket man. Uh, oh the, yeah, the Elton John movie, and there was this line. Oh, not the Harlan Williams classic. No, not the Harlan Williams classic, <laughs> <laughs> which is still hilariously funny. <laughs> Anyways, great movie. Yeah, um, there was a you line. Know when he farts in his spacesuit. Yeah. <laughs> I hey. do remember that. <laughs> Ten-year-old me thought that was hilarious. Oh, oh my god, god. It's okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thirty-year-old me thinks that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Um. There was a line, so like he he's like an up and coming musician, and he's talking to this this soul singer, and he's asking him like what he has to do to become like famous, and the guy says, uh, he tells him what you need to do is you need to kill the person you were born to be to become the person you want to be, and yeah, I took this yeah, in a, yeah, I took yeah. this in a, I was like oh that's, that's like really inspirational, but I took this in this weird angle of like I took it really literally for a second and just sort of a comical like a dark comedy way where like oh he has to go like kill his old self because there, because there's this these scenes in the movie where like he's talking to his younger self mm-hmm. and i was like oh shit is he gonna like kill himself like, <laughs> because the guy literally says you have to kill the person you were born to be and I, i'm just like putting this out there because i'm trying to think of like i was like oh that would be uh, now that i'm thinking about that i'm like that's like a revenge story in itself where like if you want to become this artist you have to like kill your kill what who you were supposed to be to become who you want to be i don't know if that's so he's gonna get revenge on himself revenge on himself yeah i don't know i I, like i said (laughs) this was this was like this is splatter painting here at the second to be be fair i love the idea i just don't know if i have like the mental Mental? like capacity or like fortitude to take this i didn't know if there was some like this janitor who wants to be an artist has to like this is a very like you know, like Andy Kaufman or like Charlie Kaufman sort right. of like film right. vibe it, to it that let it I'm go. not prepared to. All right, we're, we're let letting it go. go. Okay. Where we're at is we have a janitor, soft-spoken janitor, has a passion for art. He's taken that passion to patrol, you know, to taking care of the art museum. But also knows Krav Maga. Yes. I think the biggest thing that we have to identify is what does this janitor have to lose? It's and it's got to be know, big, right? It's got to be big because we threw out some other thing. We we threw out a few things already. Like it could be his partner, or it could be a piece of art that yeah. he really appreciates. Oh, see, and that would be yeah. good. Yeah, like something that is very, very close to him in some way. Mm-hmm. What yeah, if, I mean, oh, man. To, what if what if we set this as in, 
what if we set this after World War II? So our okay. janitor rescued some of this art from the Nazis. The Nazis? The Nazis. Some of this famous art. Oh, he man, was part of the crew. Ancient, then. He was part of no, yeah. so we're setting this in the past a little bit. Okay. But like he All was right. part of the crew that rescued so some this of this is in art. The 50s or 40s 50s, or something. 40s. Yeah. So like that's why he has this attachment to the art. Like these this like even like a specific painting. We can we can show his past. We can show like clips of his past as he's like rescuing it and then Cool. when it gets stolen he like goes after the people. I don't know, maybe that's not strong enough. Um I like where you're going. Mm-hmm. There's a very like romantic tip to this thing to mm-hmm. where like he killed a couple bad Nazis and uh and then he uh he he liberates this piece of art mm-hmm. and then we have a couple scenes where like he shows it to his captain. The captain's like, "Yep. Awesome. We're going to put this up in this museum." It's being taken to this yeah. And like, then uh post-war like you're like, "Welcome home." Soldier, get a job, and it's like a little hard, and his family and whatnot, yep. and he's just like, I got a job at the museum. And then he's kind of like romantically reunited with his, yep. with this, with the with the painting, and while his other buddies are like, you know, maybe uh, having you know, some difficulty reuniting, like the glory of the war is there, staring him right in the face all the time, and he's like, guys, I get to see, I get to see why I fought every single day, and then it's somehow compromised. Okay, and I think all that would be told in like. A very short, short little yeah. montage Flash- sequence. Yeah, Flashbacks we, we throughout the yeah. story. Second draft. The stuff. main, the main story is from <laughs> love it. <laughs> him working at the museum, and it can, yep. yeah, like we, okay. we arrive. So that's late. what happens. Yep. So, so okay, <laughs> that's, the, that's the backstory. So, yep. and that's the inciting, the inciting moment is something happens to this painting, yeah. and what that is, is that? Very who, near and dear to him. Who is this person or people who somehow either they they, they have to do the object of desire wrong somehow. Um, or the object of passion or the, it is personal to our janitor who's, who needs a name at some point. I thought we said it was Larry. Oh, it is Larry. You're right. Yeah. Uh, it's Larry. Someone, someone does something wrong to Larry's painting of something. I'm not sure yeah. what it is, but that even that painting can have some personal significance to him. So I think the distinction I would, I would make here is that at least from the, the movies that I, I, from my perspective, sort of fit the re- revenge genre is whatever is taken from this person cannot be gotten back. Like in other words, like yeah, it's, it's not, gone. it's not quite like taken where you know it's like a, it, it, it sort of borders on a rescue. Yeah. Uh-huh. He needs to fight his way to get that thing back in that particular right. instance, which our person could if it was like a art heist kind of a thing. I feel like revenge, you know, so it's like that thing, like re- you know, revenge, it, like like death wish. Like revenge, like listen, like I know this isn't going to actually help me get the thing that I've and lost, I, but I'm just like I'm, I'm out for pissed. blood, and I might not come justice. back. From it's justice, this. yeah. Like yeah. it's all right. Like that's the distinction I would make. So I would I, too. So long story short, I think otherwise the, it's a rescue, right? So what if what if somebody's like sets fire to the museum? Um, I don't know. Like you know, when I think of like what would destroy, mm. like okay, like I think it needs to be more targeted back. than that. Like I think it needs to be that specific. Okay. I agree with you. Like it has to be. A, a personal affront to Larry. Okay, you know well, what I'm saying? Because if it because if it was just a set, you know, someone set mm-hmm. fire to the museum, then it's like, well, it's. So I think what's important here is because this is kind of a mystery. We do have to work a bit backwards. We have to know why they did it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I can think about that, like a simple soldier who became a janitor, who who has an affection for this picture, this painting. This is like his comfort. What if the the people who own the picture 
sort of like destroy it for the it's like they destroy it for oh, the insurance money so they don't care about it that's like, interesting they don't that's care cool. that's anything cool about it yeah and, I like and that. the whole time he thinks the whole time he thinks so they don't even give a shit about yeah. him and he doesn't personally. realize that that's until great. the very end you know like once he's oh. once he's like stare like he's we have got to make them. a choice here mm-hmm. we have to make a choice here because i i like that they don't I'm interested because they don't like or even know about him. Yeah. So he's putting himself out on a limb, almost like we're following kind of a psycho a little bit, a very passionate mm-hmm. one. Yeah. But a uh, lovable psycho. A, lo- <laughs> but, but but a lovable psycho, yeah. maybe because actually, you know what? No, no, no. Yeah. Chris, let's go with your thing. Cause this is, re- this is interesting. It's deep because like he rescued the painting, mm-hmm. right. From like inevitable, like maybe uh, uh, who knows what they were going to do with it, burn it, something yeah. or other. Right. And then uh, through various hands, it gets sold to some high up owners or something like that. And they end up they end up destroying it because maybe it, maybe for insurance purposes, mm-hmm. like because because of the thing, if the original was destroyed, they could just like cash it in for some sort of monetary value or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. But he realizes he like he somehow stumbles on the plot or something like that. And it, it's just like you fuckers mm-hmm. like this like you've robbed the world and me yeah. of this thing for your own gain mm-hmm. like you need to pay right does it does it make sense to you guys that he would like it he wouldn't learn the real reason why they're doing why they did what they did until like the third act i'm you probably I mean? like, yeah like, like he i'm would, always a he, fan of misdirection yeah, me too think, me too yeah he thinks like oh it was destroyed in an accident. Some thugs, yeah, some thugs, and I have to go after them. Right, but as he as he as he dives through the criminal it. underworld, it leads straight to the top. Oh, well, we've and already like, written our movie and roll yeah. credits. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, no, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. And maybe it's even like somebody he has like personally like shaken their hand. You know, like the Ooh, owner of the museum. Is it the sergeant that like, he's handed it over to? Yeah, something. Is like it that. like who who ended up like uh, getting a lot of money for having this thing? in the first place or okay or something okay you know because it, it it was born out of trust mm-hmm. that moment that he gave it over to somebody mm-hmm. you rescue this thing you care about it you know its value and you give it to somebody else that's yeah. that's big yep. yep okay so before we bust out the red string um let's let's take a quick break and when we come back we'll start to plot out the story beat by beat because i think we have the high concept right yeah yeah so uh we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we'll uh We'll break things down uh, beat by beat. We'll be right back. And we're back. So before the break, uh, this is what we've got. So we've got Larry, who is a, a veteran of the Second World War, is yes, that right? That is correct. Okay, um, and during the war, he rescued a painting. Is that? He was sorry. part of. He yeah, was part of a, a the, the, the Monument Men. As yeah. Been okay, described. so he was part of a unit that that rescued a bunch of paintings from the the Nazis, and one of which has wound up in the Toledo Museum of Art, where he currently works, and it has just become kind of a. a an object of, of affection for him, a so, symbol, a, you know, so it's, it's, 
a reminder of the, the, the good that they have done and his old war buddies. There's like a lot of scenes where he's just like sweeping at night and then he looks at it and then, he, and then the audience just like hears this audio of just like glory and conquest. That's and probably when we get some of those flashbacks. Yeah, like exactly. Some of those flashbacks come when he like looks at it. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, then like he just goes on and just like feels like he's tired maybe in the beginning of a shift and then he looks at the thing and he's just like motivated to keep on sweeping that trash. Yeah. So, so through a series of context clues, we gather that this is really, really important to him and that if anything were to happen to it, he might become unhinged <laughs> and commit uh, acts of Very violence, heinous un- acts. unspeakable acts of violence. And um, then guess what happens? <laughs> spoiler alert, Chris. You guessed it. He gets a new job. <laughs> he gets he laid, goes to a temp agency. He gets laid <laughs> Yeah. Gets a job at Arby's. <laughs> um, okay. So, yes, something happens to the painting. I think we all agree. I think the, the burning question is, is what happens? So I, I feel like we already have our first act in a lot of ways, yes. right? Yes. So, uh, and now it's, we, we have this opportunity for Gosh, looking at you. I feel like you have a good inciting incident in your eyes. Yeah. I feel yet. like, no, not <laughs> no, at all. No. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I, so I was going to bring up, um, uh, did either of you catch the 99% invisible episode about the, it was the painting in Amsterdam. It was at the Stadelijk. It was the, who's afraid of red, yes. blue, and yellow or something like yeah. that. No. So it was this painting and it was, yeah, it was an abstract painting and it was essentially just a big, like red, blue, and yellow square sort of thing. Yeah. And this like guy. Rothko? Uh, I don't remember who. Okay. It, it wasn't, it wasn't that, it, it wasn't quite that famous. All right. I don't think so anyway. I don't remember. But anyways, the point of it was that. Yeah. So this guy just like became unhinged at the fact that this thing was in the museum and he like took a box cutter to it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, and then the museum sent it away to get repaired and then he like fucking did it again again. or something. (laughs) Yeah. It was just the, the article, the, the story was all about like how art can cause people to be really passionate. Yes. Both ways. Like people cry in front of this painting. Someone rips it to shreds because they hate it. Like, so uh, the point I was trying to get there is I think to to Chris's point earlier before the break it could be it could be motivated by uh money so in other words it could be sort of a like listen we didn't even care about the painting we just wanted the insurance money um yeah. said owner of the painting or it, it could, could be, be counter passion yeah it could be you know it's sort right. of a, a an active what if it was both what if what if <laughs> what if the Owners of the painting unleash somebody. <laughs> Thank on you, it. Chris. Every client I've ever dealt <laughs> yeah, with. Right. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. In There's the ar- options A, B, and C. Maybe <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. <laughs> no, no, no. It, yes, it's true. But what I'm saying is, in the art of misdirection, because we mm-hmm. talked about how it should be misdirection. Like we don't know why until the very end. But what if the owners of the painting set like to destroy it? They get arrested. That's the first person our guy goes after. And mm-hmm. then he finds out, oh, wait, like, okay. So like, he's, it goes slowly, deeper than that. Okay. I, I like that. Cause he has to like sort of too. unfold the story. A I little see bit. what you're saying. ABC. Although it's yes. kind of weird for me as a spectator. Cause then he's like committing acts of violence on people who are just like hired muscle. Right. So in other words, like, isn't that what John wick is all about? Yeah. I don't basically oh, he boy. kills so many people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, I, I, oh, fair enough. If, if it's like a, 
if, and people it, still love that franchise it, as long as everyone's cool with it like there's a party I think everyone's like, cool with it because yeah. a dog was killed once yeah well, well I mean, and, the dog is worth be, like 10 people so, so, so like, I, if, in the first one a dog is worth like 60 people <laughs> <laughs> so so at the end of act two when he finally catches the guy who physically destroy, like shreds the okay. painting and he kills him maybe there's some feeling of remorse like he went to maybe there is some question of like did i go too far and then he realizes that there's somebody up higher than him that's playing puppets with, okay. with all of them and that like re-energizes him okay fair enough i okay i i, I like your i your your suggestion of doing both so someone walks into the museum and just annihilates this painting right yeah. like i don't know they like take a flamethrower to it or they use a box cutter it doesn't matter whatever i like the so, picture of just yeah gasoline just yeah so so they just <laughs> So each one of his enemies is just kind of one, like a stepping stone or like a clue get, getting closer and closer yeah. to the big bad, right? Yeah. So so right, so he's sweeping one night and he notices that the painting is on fire and that you Smell know Smell smoke, maybe there's an alarm. Right. And so you know, and, and somebody who clearly shouldn't be there is, you know, is trying to escape and he, you know, karate chops him or whatever. He whatever World War Two guys do. He like steps on his broom and 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 makes it into like this sharp spike and then like just lunges at this guy and javelins him in the throat. Yep. And he Does he have to learn anything from him? No way. No. <laughs> Not no. anymore. Like cuz he sees him like running away from like setting it on fire. It's a big open room, right? Who do you work for? <laughs> yeah, and he's just sputtering. <laughs> and like he maybe he's like, well, maybe I should have asked a question first. But you know he's learning. He's new at this revenge thing. <laughs> so, so okay, no nope. man <laughs> well, kills intruder and nope. well wait. No, I was gonna God. say, does he actually get arrested and then let off Ugh. by his boss? No, no, he just says like, "Wow, guy tripped on my broom." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Um, Luckily, I was there to. Sorry, I was trying to give him a breadcrumb. Like, okay. yeah. like you know, he gets arrested yeah. because nobody should ever do that. Okay, and and, and I think I think there just in or, in an effort to suspend disbelief. You're probably right. There has to be some lawlessness to this. So, in other words, th- this triggers him in a way that. Like consequences be damned. Like these guys are, he's going to bury you. You know okay. what I'm saying? So like, then, then if he does kill the guy, there has to be like a truck wait, like a van waiting outside for this guy. Just there needs to be some sort of clue yeah. to move on to the next person. All right, Dave. So I'm thinking, yes, he does kill somebody night one and comes in in the morning. He's still like, like mopping up the he blood or something. No, oh, yeah, he's just, he's just he, he doesn't just go into really like Rambo mode and like cleans it up. Nope. Okay. All right. And then his boss comes in and he's like, what the hell is this? And he's like, I need to have a talk with you in my office right now. All right. This is okay. weak sauce. Go with me guys. Okay. But then it, they're sitting down. It's like, look, this guy destroyed one of the most like coveted paintings in all of the world. This has X amount of significant meaning to me, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, you can't be a employee of the museum and do what I think you're going to do. And he's like, you're right. I can't. He's like, then I'm going to give you what you want. You're fired. <laughs> because the owner of the museum thinks that he'll kill himself trying to go after these guys and clear any evidence. You know what I mean? That's okay. why he's like, oh, sure. Like, I'll All let right. you go out. I'll, I'll even give you like a little clue. Like, All right. What if it were both? 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. This client, yes. every client I've ever had. <laughs> yes. Only because, so in the second act, you know, after our sort of inciting incident, it's very um, heat of the moment, right? So like, Chris, you were, you were about to say like, uh, he kills this guy, um, albeit like, yeah. So in other words, like he was a little too aggressive and he can't get any answers now, but there's a van waiting outside. Yeah. And so then there's like a whole sort of like chase scene and stuff like that, which also like leads to another set piece where he kills a bunch of other dudes or something. Mm-hmm. But then the, the, the scene that Dave mentioned where, you know, there's this sort of like, uh, it's, it's like right before the third act, you know, and it's, it's like, you think, you know, he was unhinged now, just wait till he doesn't have a job and <laughs> like no consequences. Like he's like completely like unchained. Right. So at the so, risk of kind of like expediting things, I think no, that the second act is really just like a bunch of mini, like, yeah, you know, fight scenes and stuff like it, that. And it's very vigilante cause, and it isn't until like the beginning, like that end of act two that he admits it to his boss. Like you were saying, and All that's right. when he lets him lose. This like, is where I'm a little confused. Okay. Are we, is he defending it over and over again? Or is it gone in the first? I think instant? it's gone. Okay. I think it's gone. Yeah. 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 And that's why like, I like this, this scene that you were, you were kind of painting where he, he comes into his boss's office. So, you know, he's, it's, it's the day after. So like act two takes place all in the same night. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's the, he's just it, like covered in blood. <laughs> sitting awesome. his boss's office. Yeah. Just like <laughs> calmly sits down, just draped in blood. I love it. Oh, I love this scene. Yeah. You know, and because, I mean, he's he still has to, like, Larry. report to work the mm-hmm. next day or whatever. You know? Larry, or, uh, we have our monthly connect here. Yeah. And, you know, uh, or maybe it's his boss. And, what I wanted to bring up was the incidences of, well, I guess the last 24 hours. Or maybe maybe it's his boss in addition to the police or something, like something, yeah. right? I so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking just that. I'm pretty sure the police are going to want to know what's been going on here lately. Yeah. I think his okay. boss lets him off, like gets him away from the police so that right, he can right. keep going. But I, I liked what you were saying where you as the audience believe that his boss is doing him a favor, but mm-hmm. in fact, he's just trying to. Yeah. Trying we to as museum him. people have certain access to tools and things that can, are certainly artistic. It can make it seem like nothing ever happened or, you know, that this is Let's all part paint, of the show. We can paint the whole thing. Right. Like it never happened. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> As we speak, we're taking that dead body in the lobby and we're making Turning it into a skeleton. Yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> I was going to say, we're making an installation piece. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That could be some of the cavemen that have evolved. <laughs> if you know what I mean. All right. Um, so yeah. So his boss sends him like, yeah, it is a sort of like turn your gun and your badge in. But it's turn your mop and your, <laughs> your well, bucket. And I also just like the fact, you know, again, kind of playing into mm-hmm. the the uh, what we were talking about earlier with just like the, the revenge genre in general mm-hmm. is his boss looks at Larry dead in his, his eyes and he says, you know, you know, it's not going to bring it back. Right. So from his perspective, he's he's playing it at two different angles. So on the one hand, he can either get Larry to give up and just mm-hmm. like like let, you know, let it go or he can he, let him or burn he, himself out. Yeah. I would like to posit that the boss is a platoon member back in the war days. That's how he got the job. Back in the war days, Larry said he was going to get at great risk to get this painting and that his platoon buddy was like, I can't stomach the risk. I don't want to do it. He's like, fine, I'm going to do it alone. And that, that I don't like, I'm that guy becomes his boss. I'm cool with that. That's so cool. like well, he yeah. knows how passionate he is and he knows like that mm-hmm. this actually does mean a lot 
mm-hmm. you know, this ends up being like a, a, a big piece for the museum or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. But he knows okay. that like Larry has the stomach to do whatever it takes to get it done. All right. But he still thinks that he's going to die in the process. Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> he's crazy. He's <laughs> He's going to lose this bet in the end, but right. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, and so, you know, uh, his Larry's boss, um, is sort of an, and former platoon mate war buddy, Hank, 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 you know, they're old friends. And so he's, he's taking a certain amount of, uh, leniency with, with, uh, with Larry and basically, you know, he calmly outlining for a friend of the army, all his options. And he's, you know, he says something, to Larry, like, what do you want to do? And Larry kind of gives this pregnant pause, this like, you know, thousand yard stare. And he says, it's time to take out the trash. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, he's also going to say that when he kills this oh, guy. Oh yeah, for end. sure. Okay. He's probably going to say it multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be back. All right. <laughs> um, okay. So and, what so, is he and that, that kind of like propels us into act three. But before yes. we get there, I just want to make sure that we include the fucking prop somehow. The compass. <laughs> I, had, I was going to say, okay. is the painting a compass? Right. Um, I mean, I'm not opposed to it because, I mean, it? it definitely works it in a significant way. I just, um, off the dome, I was thinking it was going to be a clue. Okay. So yeah, like, I was yeah. thinking it was a clue was too. Fine. So like I, he, he I, finds I, the, he finds a compass and it's got like his, his, his boss's name carved in it. So okay. then that leads so, him so back to So is it something the, that like their platoon got like later on? It's like something that only people from their unit would have. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would that think would, that everyone gets a compass, right? Yeah, but this is I a special know. compass. Yeah. So I don't know something. Okay. So, the, you know, so they... Um, so they win the war and they all go out and get special compasses or they get compass <laughs> tattoos. Oh, Ooh. there you go. So they're, um, yeah, like cause that's they something flash to, do with, it, flash to, do it to each the, other yeah. during the, during the boss meeting. Yeah. It's something to do with their like unit. Yeah. 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 It always points North, like always. Yeah. yeah good, true North. True North. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is your good. true North mm-hmm. to save humanity or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. All I like, right. I like that. I mean, is, is that, does that scratch everyone's itch? It scratches mine. Okay. Yeah. It scratches the itch. So where does he, well, how does he find that clue then? Uh, what if up until now, all the goons and stuff that he, uh, um, and people he's encountered. All the ponytail Uzis. <laughs> I was going to say, what if they'd all been masked and every single one of them were his old platoon buddies? Whoa. <laughs> and so like, it's not just, it's not just his boss. Hank has somehow convinced everyone else in the okay. platoon that this is a good idea. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Yes, but <laughs> should that be everybody he's killed so far? Because I feel that, that that's a really glaring clue. Or does that happen in the third act where, like, the next place he goes, when he, un- um, like, he finds out that, wait. Like, the high-ups are all his platoon. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, like, okay. penetrating the inner circle. And that's the thing that leads him back to his body. Yeah, that makes more sense. And that, oh. way, that, way, that way, not every single one of the people he encounters yeah. is, like, geriatric <laughs> like super fucking old and just yeah phil yeah. but i don't know i Larry, guess no don't do it Larry. i guess i just pictured them having like a, a very yeah. sort of like uh sort of like a uniform you know so like either they all share the same mask or something and i don't know who would be maybe, like maybe it leads so so it's not quite like ski mask but the clue that his i was thinking his like boss, point break like yeah you know, like presidents well, or something well, what i was gonna say the well actually i was thinking more like uh 
eyes wide shut kind of mask because because his boss's clue leads him to this sort of like gala event and like is it picasso masks picasso where like masks. one face is oh, front the other one side cool. you know like kind of cool you know yes uh these uh interesting uh, mm-hmm. uh latex masks but it but it le- so like his boss's clue leads him to this sort of you, high, you never got this for me and he slides him something mm-hmm. what is this thing because he sent him right into the lion's end this is oh, like absolutely. this is the the pinnacle of art thievery like he's sending him right into their lair and why would you do that because he wants him dead he's gonna clean up all the he's gonna hide everything it like erases all the, all the people who know about this okay 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 mm-hmm. let's say oh this is good this is this is a double good I like where you're going. This inspired me. So let's say he gives him some information that there's some sort of like crazy underground uh, art auction mm-hmm. of a lot of stolen things going on, like black market auction, mm-hmm. right? Uh, bad guy's angle is he's going to uh, have all of his Picasso goons come in and like shoot up the place and take all the art or whatever. Unfortunately, and 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 possibly take out Larry with them, but they don't count on Larry being the badass that he is. Right. Hank is sending Larry on him. He's like, okay, look, like you can go do what you want. What you want to do is take the out people the people who took your art. Yes, yeah. I know where they're thing. at. The and guy a lot who of I other suspect, World War II priceless things. The guy who I suspect wanted this painting, I didn't give it to him, and he burned it. Is going to be at this auction. You can go right. get him there. That's all he says. He yeah, says yeah, you yeah, can yeah. go get him there. Okay. Uh, while he's when he goes there, there's a giant gunfight. I think there's we can make it as it complicated. starts out with an auction. It starts out with an auction. So yeah, so Larry shows up at the meeting, tries to act all the auction. The auction. Okay, sorry, tries I'm to just... act. Yeah, no, you're right. Tries to act very uh, inconspicuous by being a janitor. By being a janitor. <laughs> something a perfect he knows, cover. Something he knows all yes. too well. <laughs> but it all goes wrong. How does it all go wrong? Um, Does he say it's time to take out the trash and start shooting up everybody? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I mean, I liked what you said about what if. Well, it's still a setup. It right? gets super complicated. Well, the idea was just that he knows that Larry's going to go there and try and kill this guy. Okay. But there's so much security there that the minute he shoots him, so Hank is just hoping that Larry gets ca- caught yes. in the crossfire. Yeah, exactly. And it. Okay. Yes. Let's say Larry's there. Uh, he's sweeping the floors or whatever, and he's like checking out the bids just inconspicuously you know people keep raising their little flaggy things or yeah. whatever someone wins he follows them back like through a series of rooms and swanky parties or whatever mm-hmm. uh being a janitor as long as he can until he's like stopped and then like uh he just starts punching out like security guards mm-hmm. and stuff and makes his way back to them and then like uh threatens to pour like uh, bleach in someone's eyes uh when when they're like, no, no, it's not me. It's not me. Like, I don't know anything about that thing. And he's like, are you sure? I'm Larry. <laughs> you know, you're the trash and I'm going to take you out. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't have to take me out. You don't have to take me out, Larry. Larry, I don't know anything about this, man. What pain are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, that? That was. Wait. Uh, yeah. Hank's painting. <laughs> I, I okay. hear what you're getting at. Yeah. I think we can simplify it. Let's do that. Because. <laughs> yes. He he makes his way back, so he follows the guy. Keep the bleach in the eyes because yes, I the bleach like that. in the eyes is great. Yeah, okay, but the thing is, is when he goes, he to, already poured it in his eyes, and he's just like, ah. Oh. Well, what I was gonna say is the guy, because obviously we were saying the guy that he's after is a buddy of his from the army. 
Oh shit! So, so, so like yeah. we've never okay. we haven't seen his face until Larry finally grabs him and turns okay. around and he's he's like no no Larry Horace like yeah he's the guy's like Larry Larry it's me he takes off okay. his mask I'm Horace ah too bad I really poured bleach in your eyes yeah. Horace ah okay yeah because I like that so yeah. so so in other words anyone with like a Picasso mask on is someone from his old unit yeah, yeah. and that's that like that's the big that's reveal the guy he was after, so yeah. so from Larry's standpoint this he has this encounter with somebody mm-hmm. and that's that that blows yeah. the doors wide yeah, open he's no one says now Hank. now he starts to think everyone's in on yeah. this like, and nobody, i don't know I don't the know. reason why is because hank fucking had this idea all along when he was in the unit back in the day of course. and he said we could we could make a killing off of this thing yes larry was never brought in because he was way too passionate to yep. begin with yep no i love it so the only thing i need is so hank this was hank's master plan all along is to yeah. save these paintings mm-hmm. and then later you know f- uh, burn them for insurance money, yeah. right? He knew that they were more valuable as dead insurance, or, dead than alive. Yeah, yep. essentially. So how? So at least wh- for him. So and he's since then he's also recruited a bunch of other people from the platoon uh, to to also get in on this on this scam. Why not Larry? What what singled out Larry to uh, not be part of it? Right. He was way too passionate to begin with. Like, I, was just I like, think that's, that's, I don't think that's he was, proven he in the truly, scene. Yeah. You know, like yeah. if, he, if he was willing to risk death to save the thing just on principle. Yeah. And even as one of the, even in the flashbacks, when he's part of the unit, he's mm-hmm. not actually part of the unit. Like, okay. Like they're all sitting around the campfire. He's sitting over here. Like he just never connected with everybody okay. yeah. because his goal wasn't to just be friends. His goal was to save the art. Right. Like, like he, like this is important on. to humanity. <sighs> mm-hmm. Ooh. What if go on? Oh, this is gonna get weird. Please. <laughs> yes. We'd like to. So what if um Larry's a little weird. What if Larry is was a uh a German defector? So like oh, shit. so like just as a way to like really mm, sort of us like Larry. Like punctuate, yeah. like you know, that that or or sort of um that. sort of emphasize that that mm-hmm. that non inclusive. Like yeah. right. So like he like the whole time he he has been sort of an outsider oh, in the platoon. Yep, I, like I like that, that a lot. And Hank just you know, he his by by virtue of his own prejudice knew that he couldn't trust Larry. Yeah, I really like that because the reason yeah. he was there was not just because he was an American fighting right. in the war. It was because he cared about the art so much to defect and come help them. Wow, yeah, that's cool. Is yeah. that cool? That's that very cool. Right. cool. And after the war, that's he gets cool. he gets a he gets a visa. He's allowed to come yeah. to the states, becomes a citizen. Well, he's an expert in it yeah. too. Yeah, but they mm-hmm. had to like. I don't know. They had to do something with him while he's oh, man, home and great, married and yeah, stuff. You know, like great, I also like it because it's kind of a, it's it kind of flips the script on every sort of like Nazi film mm-hmm. in the last like twenty years, right? So like taking Glorious Bastards for example, it's like as if your hero was had a German. Ass. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It, there's some great. I defends the art. It's like <laughs> it's time to take out the trash. Yeah. yeah. No, there's it's some time great to take out the trash. Oh my God. <laughs> the trash. There's some great like flashbacks to him like storing like he's his job as a like a nazi soldier is to like nazi. store the art yeah you know and then they lock it up but then he's like conflicted conflicted by yeah. this and so then he defects and then he leads them right there and yeah that's great right that's oh great. that's cool so okay. so so he he's at he he is corrupt american intentions mm-hmm. yeah wow so this so cool. he's at the this this made it for me yeah. i'd yeah. watch this fucking movie <laughs> yeah. he's at the like auction <laughs> he's at the auction he's he's Got, he's gotten the guy he was told to go after. Finds oh, no. out it's one of his unit. He he doesn't say Hank, but he at least spills the bean. Like he at least realizes, oh, like you were part of this. That guy I killed over there is part of this. We never wanted these tattoos to begin with. This goes Hank, up to this the is top. all your idea, or Larry. This is all your idea. <laughs> this goes way up to the top. Um, 
does someone warn Hank? Like, like presses the button or like, yeah, is, of course they call? do. One guy gets away. That, one oh, yeah, one yeah, Picasso yeah. guy way, gets away. That way, like Hank's mansion is getting like tooled up for Larry to come. Oh, interesting. So yeah. I thought that I actually thought this was the, not the penultimate, but oh. the ultimate scene. No, I thought no, this was I the final this, set piece. No, I agree with Chris that it's the, the false ending. Cause you think it's the ending. Okay. And then you realize, wait a minute, he was double crossed. That's when you're like checking your Netflix, like pausing it to see how many minutes are left. And you're like, Oh shit, there's still 30 minutes yeah. left. Like, hold on, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Let me go to the bathroom real quick. Fair like, enough. Yeah. Like Hank gets warned. We, okay. his, his mansion's getting like tooled up to defend itself. Why does he have a mansion? <laughs> because he's a rich art art art. He's the dealer owner, guy. Yeah, he's the owner Underground of the art, art dealer. He, he's the he's the owner of the Toledo yeah, Art Museum. He has okay. so many. Fair yeah, enough. he lives in the old west end of Toledo. Um, <laughs> he's got an old mansion. Yep. Okay, uh, he actually just bought it for about thirty thousand dollars, but yeah. it's like tooled up. Okay, it's cool. so he's got guards yeah. all got, like, over turrets it. and shit. Yeah, turrets there's, and shit. There's guards that, and and yeah, and Larry shows up, and it's it, like this whole scene of him like. Trying to get through the yard, okay, you know, shooting up the guardhouse, getting into the house. So many uh, uh, Uzi wielding ponytailed guards. Yes. My my okay. So my only um, ah. my only request is that this whole thing, like an old boy, how there's that that continuous scene where he's like hallway you know, scene that yeah. with the hammer. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's amazing. It's one, it's uncut. One, yep. Yeah. That or yeah. like uh, it was no. unbox two. I think. Oh is yeah. yeah, the Thai warrior. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah. they just like one uncut scene where Larry's just like pounding through these guys yep. and just yes. like yep. with his broom nothing but a broom just yeah just like a why not yeah i don't know sure, sure. yeah almost kind of uh jackie chan style in a way yeah yeah just un- one uncut scene where he's just yep uh, and he makes uh, it but he doesn't with, destroy any art with nothing nothing <laughs> but nothing but his cart full of like materials that he cleans stuff with. But he doesn't destroy any art. Right. Not he, a bit of there's, art. There's a, there's a fact, vase that's going to fall over and he oh, grabs yeah. it and yeah. Yeah. puts it back. Most in, definitely. in fact, like he, he, he hits somebody with his, his broom and they spray blood over something and he just uses the broom to like quick wipe it off, you know, like sure. <laughs> one of those, <laughs> one of those you, know, <laughs> you know, like you do, you like soak up liquids with a broom. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> anyways, anyways, he makes it okay, to, yeah. The, yep. to his to Scarface Hank. top of the yep. stairs. Yep. Okay, yep. Hank's bedroom. We're, we're there. Yep. And that's when when yeah Hank tells him. I mean, yeah, because he's got Hank like he's right like, there on the ledge. You don't even know what capitalism is all about. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, I don't like, know. I don't know how to make bad speeches very like, well. I think, um, <laughs> but Hank's like, I gave. Or sorry, Larry's like, I gave you. Like he's talking about the Americans. Like I gave you these pictures because I thought you'd protect them, kind of thing. Yeah. Like I cared. Like. Like I trusted you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, that's good. Like, why'd you do this? Like, why'd you even say, you know, like I, I thought because you would Because the American that. almighty dollar, yeah. you dumb Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Does, uh, and, and, uh, so I think at the risk of sort of, uh, uh, fast tracking it mm-hmm. does. So, uh, Hank has this like spiky sort of like abstract sculpture in his like sculpture garden. Yes. In his mansion. That yes. Evidently. I like where you're going. Yes. Cause obviously we're on the third floor yeah. of his yep. mansion. Yeah. And yep. so like, I like, I think there's something really fitting about like art killing Hank yep. who killed oh, art. Oh boy. <laughs> That's nice. And, and so, yeah, there's like the, the, the sort of, you know, like, is it the apple guy? Oh, oh I know. That was what was... Uh, I don't know. 
Um, no, I think it's abstract spiky ball. Abstract spiky ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's just go with abstract spiky it's, it's ball. A I like it. It's a fountain, Ooh. so that like all the blood drains into oh, the fountain. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. But all right. yes. so, so because that's like showering our audience mm-hmm. with the blood of the enemies. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But at, right as Hank, or sorry, right as Larry says the you know time to take out the trash line. Yep. Hank has a has like a a little blade in his back pocket. Of course he and does. And he stabs he stabs Larry, and that's why he <gasps> lets go of him. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I just like this is a revenge story. It can't end super happy. I'm not. I don't know if Larry needs to die or not, but I'm just okay. saying. Like, fair enough. Unless we want to make a Larry two. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no I, I mean, kind of like it though. I like that it's maybe. Mm, unsure whether he lives or dies but we he gets his target if he because okay one uh, more twi- spoiler we can totally alert this. Uh, 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 podcast listeners there might be a Larry too yeah okay the only reason I, so like if he died what if <laughs> we sorry. can't we can't leave anything anymore to sequels because I feel like no, the last episode we did just like we'll just fucking make a sequel yeah, it'll be fine yeah. it'll be well, fine we'll just make hold a on. fucking sequel we don't have to tie up this loose end and we'll just hold, fucking forget about it all right what yeah, if, that's Hollywood laziness. What if the painting that Hank burned was a fake and it's in his room? Uh, so Larry dies um, next to the painting. He dies right there okay. next to his painting. He, so I'm, he gets it. I'm going to I'm going to tell you, I don't agree, but I uh, but I don't agree as like an audience member. If I'd be like, oh, man, you fucking piece of shit you got me yeah so like there's that element to it but at the same time i i want i want to be very like mindful about so, it and i want so to examine it but not belabor it here's so, here's what i'd like if he if larry dies i say he dies next to his painting if he doesn't yes. die then the painting was actually destroyed he has to learn to move on pick one um, I'm going to pick a third option. In that. <laughs> Are you going to say both? both. No. <laughs> <laughs> he dies and does something else. He tosses Hank out of the window. Okay. okay. He suffers a big wound yep. in his body. Who's he? But because, uh, he uh, Larry. Okay. He Larry is. But this is the movie. So like no matter where he gets stabbed. He right. Still he's going to bleed out from something. His penis. Uh, I don't know. Or whatever. Or whatever. His <laughs> okay. whatever. Um, Anyway, uh, Hank's dying on the fountain, bleeding his own blood all over and over again. It gets foamy. Wow, we feel good about that. Uh, Larry slumps over, looking at the ceiling, but then his eyes drift down to the walls, and he's surrounded by all of all of the treasures that he saved in the war. Like knowing, yeah, knowing that they're going like to, and, and, and like, and you can see like the sirens mm-hmm. flashing on the walls, and knows that they're going to be but he's put in the, good yeah. hands. Okay, and he knows that he has actually saved all of the things yeah. that he worked so hard to save. I like that. It's I not like that, that painting, but he, yeah. but it's we're not sure if he general. lives or dies, but like at least his eyes go black and yep. so rolls the credits. Sure. Yep. I like that. Yeah. All right. Okay. And as his eyes do and, and fade, fade to, to black. black. All right, cool. Oof. Let's name it. Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we have an embargo on naming our <laughs> films after the, the name of the main character. An embargo. <laughs> that's a no go. That's a hard no go. I think it's a hard no go. Okay. I mean, right. I, uh, I, I think on a handful of occasions we've, we've mentioned this. We just, for, we cannot name it the name of the main character fine. for the love of art. <laughs> it just looks like this really happy. Moment. Yeah, sure. For the love of well, art. I'm into no, it. No, I, I mean, totally, it is, it is. That's yeah. what it is. 
Um, it is, and it sets up the revenge well. Or just art lover. Or just kill, I mean, kill Bill. That's so, it's so to the point, really. Splatter, older, older boy. Splatter paint. <laughs> Much older boy. <laughs> Splat, splatter paint. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, boy. Like, yeah? yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, too, it's too, like. It's a little on the nose. Yeah. We had this problem when we came up with our other art movies. Um, what are some art? Final Sp- strokes. Um, Death stroke. Finishing Death stroke. touches. Finishing touches. <laughs> yeah, I like finishing touches. Yeah. Or finishing. Finishing touch. Finishing, finishing touch. touch. Finishing touch. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. Finishing touch. That's, it sounds like it sounds yeah. like a revenge movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like a kung fu movie, which is fine. I mean, okay, that's know, fine yeah, too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, like let's let it be remade uh, in in Bangkok, and then it's going to be like fucking crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're big in Bangkok. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, all right, finishing touch. All right. Boom. This is cool. Yeah, I like this one. All right. So if you, the listening audience, uh, can name the painting that Larry so desperately wants to avenge. Or even have a little description of what the hell it is. Right, yeah, exactly. If you want to tell us what's actually in the painting, you can send those suggestions to us uh, via Twitter, at StoryMachine9K, using the hashtag SM9K, or you can send it to us by way of email, at storymachine9000 at gmail.com. And that's the show, everyone. Our logo design was by David Paget. Music and mixing by Dave Allen. And this episode was edited by Joshua Lytle. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. You never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips. Ba-doom, ba-doom. There's no tenderness anymore in your fingertips. It's burning hard not to show it, baby. But baby, baby, I know it. You lost that love and feeling. Whoa, that love and feeling. You lost that love and feeling, now it's gone, gone, gone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ba-dum, ba-dum, dum dum All right. That's like our uh, Jeopardy song for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was the podcast, everybody. Yep. <laughs> Final answers. <laughs> Three.